When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to 7-1, everything entertainment? And we're also streaming around the galaxy on Alexis's uh, home craft, her uh, her vessel that brought her here many years ago. Uh, dropped her off, told her to do some work, flew away. Yeah, still not done. Still not done. Yeah. What is that work you're doing? A lot of stuff. Oh, it's, can't. She can't tell. Oh. She can't tell. Can't tell she us. calls it crafting. Crafting. Right. <laughs> clever, clever cover. It's right. called space crafting. That's right. <laughs> For a reason. For a reason. Uh-huh. You can't tell us, everyone. Oh. It's a very, very top secret. Uh, I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and one word, Kenny. Um, do you guys ever get to the point where you think to yourself, oh, I'm getting old? Did anybody? Kenny? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. I started... Keep me out of this conversation. No, I, I know. I well, want I was you plucking in this. White hairs yesterday. I will. So, yeah. I yes. had. I had a, a plucking white hair moment uh, okay. yesterday. Um, I went running in the last two days. Um, my calves. I it, it just they they hurt, and I, I I used I can I can run a long ways, but I started singing the old gray mare. She ain't what she used to be, and I don't know. I I, I think I'm feeling my 45 years, uh, almost 46, and uh, I, I it was I was not pleased. Mm. Uh, Colin last night I was laying on the floor and I looked like a pretzel. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it looked like a Cirque de so Cirque de so gay. <laughs> in my living room last night because he was like stretching me and uh, you know <laughs> it did I was like we should have sold tickets I mean Colin was literally like balancing on my feet to stretch my legs and if someone would have walked in at that moment they would have e- either thought we were making pern or clothed pern or we were auditioning Hi. for a thing called Cirque du so Gay because it was he was he was stretching my legs in positions that I had no idea my legs could go right and uh i need to once it's uh, we're able i need to go see a doctor because i don't know what's going on with my calves they just hurt they just yeah it's hurt hurt here's a here's a sign of of of, uh getting old and i just learned this about a year ago from watching an episode of letter kenny uh do you make dad sounds when you get up or sit down yes and after that episode i've noticed (laughs) like i'll stand up right now it's uh, uh, oh. Yes. And then I sit back down. 
Oh, yeah. Every single time, and I have no control over it, none whatsoever. No. And I, and I think that's a sign of, of aging. I, I heard a comedian say that, that when you start making noises, when you either get up or sit down, <laughs> you yeah. are older. And and, and <laughs> I do. Uh-huh. This, yeah. My mom works with a lady, and it this she does this all the time with everything she does, and it drives my mom crazy. She's like, if she reaches up just five inches above her head on the cabinet... Oh, every time she sits down, I, oh, and she's tried, younger than my it, mom. Don, it's it's like trying to stop a sneeze. I cannot control this. It just happens. <laughs> I just love it that my mom doesn't say anything. She's like, oh, God. Actually, she did one. She was like, are you okay over there? You going to make it? You okay, Bessie? Yeah. yeah that's, that's what my kid says to me. You okay there, granddad? Yeah. Well, Lex, I mean, oh. uh, you you're approaching a, a, a big birth. Uh, are you making noises when yeah, you I'll sit down? Yeah, I'll be 40 this year. Yeah, you will. The big 4-0. Oh, boy. Are you making noises when you sit down or, or get up? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, I, may, I I expect that to absolutely increase <laughs> as it's getting older here. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely, you know, there's things, you know, there's hair that grows in places. You're like, how, what is Why is that there? That, you know, um, just... Uh, you know, just okay. <laughs> I don't want to get gross, but yeah. It's, okay, uh, Lex. Yeah, we are gonna get we are gonna get gross. Um, okay, we are uncontrollable funny body noises when you pick something up uh, like you. Zen. Oh yeah, it's, so where did that come from? I have no idea. Or are you gonna get into a giggle now? And I'm like, whoa, do I have any bladder control anymore? You know, so it's like it's like both sides down there. You know, it's yeah. like, what the heck? Both sides. Both sides. Yeah. My I mean, I have pads on the ready. WD forty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I have maxi pads on the ready, not during period time. It's like I might need this for who knows what. Who knows what? It's a surprise. Just getting up from dinner, Lex. Who knows? Right. You may oh, need yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I and you know, right now, any kind of laughter, you know, it just turns into a little giggle, and then it just roaring because you know, you just we need to start laughing. Yeah, Kenny. And, uh, talk about this. So I told you. <laughs> yeah. See. Oh, oh gosh. Hair to bodily functions. Uh, I, I mean, I'm it, it glad happens. I'm not the glad I'm not the only one. Uh, oh, boy, yeah. I picked it's up funny. a really heavy. You have to laugh. Yeah, I picked up a really heavy air conditioner unit, and uh, <laughs> I, it, it was uh, epic. It was like seven seconds long. I mean, it just didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my> God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My, my mom now says that she doesn't make uh, tears anymore. Oh, oh, that's she, her oh. big thing. She's like, I, my tear ducts are dry. Oh. And, you know, and then every time she's like, I'm sorry. Like, she'll apologize. I'm so sorry. This is very emotional. I'm feeling emotional right now. <laughs> but I'm not actually like I because she's a big crier like I, I am, too. But like she, you know, we just. Yeah. just naturally happens but she's like but you know sometimes i my eyes you know i don't appear it but i'm really feeling it and i'm like mom you do not need to apologize <laughs> for not crying you can express yourself however you want she's like but this is a real thing oh. my eye ducts are dry <laughs> and then when we wow. announced our pregnancy she was like you've cured me <laughs> i'm oh. cured i have tears yeah. so she'll always preface it now like you know with the george floyd stuff she's like yeah that i mean they're there 
they're they're back now. So yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to dry eye socket too, I guess. Yeah, that's something. Do you to guys look have any to. of that? Yeah, or like really hereditary stuff. On the show? <laughs> well, no, I like I'm looking uh we, we my mother has migraines. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'll eventually get those. That's probably a hormonal thing for her though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but oh. yeah, that's, and my papa used to make the noises like Kenny and I were, he, I remember him standing up and so, and I'm doing basically I have the opposite uh-huh. problem with my eyes. My eyes water more. Like oh, they really? are very juicy. I'm like, well, great. Oh, I just put on some. <laughs> yeah. You, you said juicy, you said juicy I love it. So, They're very, I didn't want to say wet, but. It's fine. Moist. Are your eyes no, moist, Don? I don't want to say that either. They're very, yeah, you They're know moist. what I mean. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, and it Sorry. always happens right after I put on my makeup and then one eye is just tearing. Yeah, because like, makeup oh, gets in your eye. Yeah. yeah, now I look like I've been, you know, I don't know, rolling Weeping. around in a ditch. It's all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been our new segment. Jeez, world. That's right. Yep. 713. We'll take a break. We'll be back after these words. We have the best listeners. Getting some uh, Twitters. You've got mail. I was talking about my old, my old Earth calves, and Susie writes to me. She thinks I have shin splints and I may need new shoes. I got new shoes, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, I might need. Uh, yeah, I probably do need new running shoes. It's yeah, time. that's what I was going to ask you. Thank and you magnesium Lex. helps too. Magnesium? Yes, it does. Me... I, I had a lot of. I played a lot of soccer yes, and uh, you know track and stuff, and um, I always had shin splints, and um, you know just. Yeah, just oh, issues, so bad. And, and with my ankles too, and it, it just so that really does help, and of course stretching. Okay, ice okay. baths too. Ice bath. Well, oh lord! Girl, I'll have Colin no, do that, then it'll no, be Cirque du so Soleil all Colin over again. Get in the ice bath, but not you. Yeah, I'll have him go yeah. through it for me. <laughs> yeah, Is you that cannot nice? have him. You cannot have a, a proxy idea. person for that. Come on, Lex. <laughs> I can't have Colin take an ice bath for me. <laughs> yeah, and then do some osmosis or something. Totally, I don't know. Yes. Okay, so ice bath, magnesium. Stretching new shoes. Okay, I'll get on all of that. Yeah. Uh, it is seven nineteen. It is time for a Friday tradition that we call passing notes. What do we have today, Don? Today we have uh, Miss Shannon Ooh. as Shannon. Are you oh. ready to hear this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never heard from my friend Shannon before. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Today's Passing Note is another character we've never heard from before in the nearly two years we've been doing this bit. A note from a young woman named Shannon Handworker. Yes, her name is Handworker. I looked it up. It's of German, Dutch, or Jewish origin. Uh, Ever hear of Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs? Founded by Nathan Handworker. So, here's today's note from Don's friend Shannon Handworker. Okay, wait, you know, I just got to get some of these handworker jokes out of my system. Um, Thank you. Hey, uh, who has five fingers and is the most popular girl in junior high? Shannon Handworker. (laughs) Handworker? I hardly know her. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm gonna stop before I get fired. Dad jokes. God, I hope Kenny comes up with a couple more before the end of this bit. Anyway, to read this note from Dawn's high school friend, Shannon Handworker, it's my talk's own Shannon, the host of The Mom Show, Sundays at 10, and check out her streaming show, Miss Shannon's Comedy Through the Chaos, on Facebook and YouTube. It's Miss Shannon. Skinny mini. Hey, girly, what's up? Zero here. Well, except for the condom that just went flying across the room, leave it to Joe and Dave. Oh, Joe and Dave always throwing stuff across the room. (laughs) You know, I looked up Joe and Dave on Facebook to see what they're up to today. You won't believe what I found. Kevin? Branson Dinner Theater presents an evening with the comedy team of Joe and Dave. You ordered the scallops, but every night Joe and Dave are serving duck. Yeah, Joe? Catch! You might want to wear protection. You never know what these two might throw at you. Condoms. Heads up, Dave! Fruit salad. Here you go, Joe. Live squid. Did somebody order dessert? We got a birthday at table 12. Leave it to Joe and Dave to entertain you. Two shows nightly, Friday and Saturday, with a family-friendly Sunday brunch. Joe and Dave at the Branson Dinner Theater. Tickets available at throwingstuffisfunny.com. Uh, back to the note, I guess. Leave it to Joe and Dave. A dream? It was a fantasy. Four exclamation points. Oh my God, that was exactly what I needed. I was so stressed out yesterday, I thought I was going to crack. He was so sweet. I'm glad you're not mad. I really wanted to tell someone. Oh my gosh, if JP or BR finds out, I'm dead. For a second, didn't you think she was gonna say B. Arthur? Now that (laughs) would be a plot twist. They would absolutely kill me. Kill was underlined? BR especially, because they're good friends. I really don't think you should stress out about your bad news. Uh, you mean Don getting pregnant during her senior year? Yeah, don't stress about that, Don. I have good news for you. I talked to Justin, and he said he would casually talk to Chan. We met Chan a couple weeks ago. He was kind of breaking off his friendship with Don for choosing to go out with another guy. I don't want things to change between us, but it's kind of hard to divide your attention between the two of us. It's most obvious that Mike has a larger portion. And for the record, the guy with the uh, larger portion was yeah. this guy. I'm going home, taking a Mr. Bubble, just to be safe, because I don't get sick. <laughs> Chan said he wouldn't mind getting a letter from you. He said he would be interested in hearing what you have to say. Don't be depressed. All three words underlined. Finish your letter and give it to him. You're right about graduation. You really do need to talk to him so things will get worked out between you two. Don't do things through Scott. Talk to him yourself. Heart, Shannon. Thanks, Miss Shannon. As you might remember, we didn't do passing notes last Friday because of all the unrest and destruction going on in the Twin Cities. But it was ready to go. And before we pulled the plug on it, I asked Miss Shannon if, as one of the few African-American voices on this station, but more importantly, as a good human and awesome mom, if she... 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. He had a message she wanted to get out to everybody. Then here it is. There are so many things in our past that make us band together as a community. And this is definitely one of those times when we need to figure out what that definition of community should mean for all of us. And it should be more than looking at someone who looks like you or sounds like you or grew up in your neighborhood. It may take a little longer and it may be harder to do, but we really need to learn to get to know each other as human beings and see everybody as important and as having their own story and history that is of value instead of just basing our interactions on stereotypes or things that we learned on TV. That way, hopefully, we can build a new definition of community all together. Yes. Gosh. Miss Shannon, everyone. Miss Shannon. Oh. How nice was that? Thank you, Shannon, for doing that. And thank you to Rocco for putting that together uh, and continuing to put that together. We love you, Shannon. Uh, It is coming up on uh, 726, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let me get to my thing here. There we go. Uh, Listener awards are still going on. As you heard Bradley say in a commercial, you can win $500 from an organization that I'll be subscribing to shortly, AARP. Uh, Get the app or... (laughs) Because I just got a woman that emailed me to told me to do that. Uh, go to go to the app and sign up for listener rewards, or go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword rewards. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. A couple seconds away from 7:32. Thanks for being here, everyone. We greatly appreciate it. Um, as I said earlier in the broadcast, uh, I was perusing the nightly newses. I watched all three because I'm a nerd with no life and uh, was finding wonderful moments, great wrap ups because I we get it. Y'all have you're busy. You guys have jobs. Um, you're out and about. If you missed any of the coverage yesterday or even uh, the live broadcast of the memorial of George Floyd, uh, we wanted you to get an essence of what it was like um, and also um, some of the voices that were heard. Uh, yesterday during the memorial and one of the um one of the pieces that really struck me yesterday i made a note for myself was on earlier we heard uh, the nbc nightly news this one was from uh, our friend nora o'donnell who was also on the ground here in minneapolis she uh, broadcasted the cbs evening news from minneapolis last night and i loved this piece that she did uh, talking to community leaders here in the twin cities on jo- uh, george floyd's death and uh, and and the system that allowed it to happen. Here's a little bit of uh, well. Here's Nora's piece in its entirety. I think you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. 
The story of George Floyd has energized a nation of young people and nowhere more than here in Minneapolis. What we saw today was a community coming together and crying out for change. It's still happening right now behind me, as you can see. But as two historians from the University of Minnesota told us, the road won't be easy. Kendrick Benson turned 28 today, and all he wants for his birthday, he says, is justice. When you saw the video of what happened to George Floyd, how did that affect you? At this point, you almost get numb to it. It's a deep numbness because you, you feel hopeless, like you can't do nothing to stop it, and it won't be, it could be you. Benson grew up here in Minneapolis. What's his name? George Floyd! What's his name? George Floyd! Despite a curfew, the ministry leader rallied protesters at the site of Floyd's death, his first protest ever. We're grieving! We're hurt! We have the right to hurt! Now, I think when we got the world's attention, it's time to make a demand that's serious, a demand that literally they have to meet that will change the world. This is a new civil rights movement. Keith Mays is a professor at the University of Minnesota. John Wright is retired from the school and both specialize in African-American studies. Why do you describe this as a, a powder keg waiting to explode? Because the injustices are systemic. They are longstanding. They go back many decades. This is a, a powder keg because this is the last time that I think the community is going to sit idly by uh, without systematic change. Minnesota has one of the largest racial gaps in the country. The poverty among African-Americans here is nearly four times that of whites. In Minneapolis, black people are seven times more likely to have a violent police encounter than whites. One hopes for a systemic change. One cannot underestimate the barriers to achieving it. But Kendrick Benson is optimistic. What do you hope comes from this? To be honest, this is what's coming from it. This is different than anything you've ever seen happen here before. This is what's coming. The change is here. And what we saw here today was people kneeling together, raising a fist together, and saying George Floyd's name together in the hope of change. Nora O'Donnell yesterday reporting live from Minneapolis. Lex, your thoughts? Wow. Um... Yeah, the conversation is just beginning. And to figure out what that answer is, um, you hear the pain. We are all feeling that. And I, I think that, that the peace, to have peace, we, we need to start having those conversations. And um, leaders will emerge from that and going from there. I mean, this is not easy and it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, it is. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be next week. It is. I, I agree with the professors there. It's going to be a long road. Kenny, your thoughts? Uh, change. I, I really liked, uh, loved what he said. Change yeah. is here now. This yeah. is it change. Is. It's happening right now. And, and yep. it's only going to get better. And we will not let it get worse. No. No. It'll be the young people that save us all. It really will. Yeah. Because and the it, civil it, rights it, movement, it, movement isn't over no. also. Yeah, no, this and, is and it's going to come from all of us working together. This yeah. just isn't the African-American community or, or right. minorities. This is all of us. This is all parties. This is, all, you know, like I've been seeing on Lake Street the past week, uh, this is everybody elbow to elbow making things better. Yeah, 
again, I go back to what former President Obama said a couple days ago, uh, because you, you, I've made the parallel, and, and I've heard the parallel made many times, that this is the year, the entire year of 2020 is very similar, the upheaval to 1968. Mm-hmm. And President Obama made, um, a, 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 he said it, and I was like, yeah, he said, it is, but it's not. It's very different, because if you look at the protests back then, um, there weren't a lot of white activists uh, he goes yeah, if you look, you look at, at the crowd now yeah it is it's everyone it's everyone uh, uh, different uh um oh uh oh i listen to him every day he's um uh, a historian anyway he was this morning on uh, cnn or one of the news programs talk, uh, eugene robinson was talking about how he went down to one of the protests yesterday and was talking to people, talking to people. And he said he was moved by the fact that it wasn't just a rainbow of of religious backgrounds and it wasn't just white people and black people. He said he was also moved by the fact that there were Democrats and Republicans. There was also people of different political stripes. And he said he's never seen anything like this. And he is a student of history. So I was really moved by that as well. Yeah, the the statements of, I just want things to go back to normal. They're not. Yeah. There's a new normal, and it's going to be better for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One more story that she did that I thought uh, you guys would enjoy before we uh, take a pause here. Uh, The the mural that uh, has become the symbol for Mr. Floyd. Uh, You saw it projected in the back of of the memorial service yesterday. You see it uh you see it in the neighborhood. You see it uh in front of uh behind the reporters that have come to the Twin Cities to report on the killing of George Floyd. Uh the story behind that mural and the artists behind it are fascinating and here's Nora O'Donnell with that story. Take a listen to this. I love this. This entire block has become a memorial to George Floyd. But the focal point is a mural, 20 feet wide and six and a half feet high. And we spoke to the creators about its message. Steps from the very spot George Floyd took his last breath, this mural has now become a place to gather and to mourn. No, it's a way to speak when words are not enough. Last week, Zena Goldman, Cadix Herrera, and a small group of artists completed the portrait in less than a day. Why did you feel so strongly about creating this mural? I was incredibly angry that I was watching another man die at the hand of law enforcement. We've seen this so many times. We needed to to take action. And particularly now, we feel like the entire country and world is screaming for justice. And this is our way of screaming as well. Surrounding his face, a sunflower. Look closely and you'll see the names of others. Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, Philando Castile. Why did you want to create the sunflower around George Floyd? The the sunflower represents um, longevity and uh, loyalty. The names inside the flower represent the seeds that were never able to grow into fully developed flowers. You'll find murals for George Floyd as far as Los Angeles, England, even Syria. But this one in Minneapolis has become a beacon for healing. I wanted to create something that would help me heal personally um, and not realizing that uh, through this it would help the community heal as well. And it is helping this community heal. Nora O'Donnell reporting live from Minneapolis. I thought that was... That's great. I'm so glad to know that. Yeah, I couldn't wait to play that one. I thought that was beautiful. My friends, it is 741. When we come back, a little bit of a transition, a moment to smile when we return.
And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Hickory Dickory Duck. Hickory Dickory Duck. Hickory Dickory Duck. <laughs> what kind of a doctor are you to go to when there's something wrong with your Hickory Dickory? <laughs> this has been a moment with Johnny Carson. So simple and so brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Johnny Carson, everyone. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Get that hickory dickory taken care of Uh if you can. I don't know. Don't know if those doctors are open yet with COVID. I don't know. The hickory dickory doctors fixed. You can do a virtual consult. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, video visits. Video Lex, yeah. take a video of yeah. your hickory dickory and then uh, send it off. Uh-huh. That's Be careful. right. Don't send it Be to careful, Lex. Else. Be careful. Don't <laughs> look who you're sending it to before you fire the send button off. But you know. <laughs> I made that mistake before. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that you is have. Have you, Kenny? I- no. No, he hasn't. He yeah. hasn't. That He's is trying the, to be cool. That is the worst feeling, though, when you uh, you you go to send something and you send it to the wrong person, and and it's yeah. oh, it's it's yeah, yeah. it's oh. the age you copy. Check who you're sending it. Yeah, to. copy or paste something, and it's like oh, okay, we're gonna send that to Sally. And it's like oh, nope, Sally shouldn't have seen that. It's uh, you know, <laughs> private information. How do I explain that. That yeah. was meant for my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good excuse yeah. from now on. Yeah. Oh, made for my doctor. Well, remember oh, a couple. This is not my video visit. What? No, Hold what? on a second. Well, um, well what, what was it a couple weeks ago? I sent to my boss at Fox. Remember, I emailed. I, what did I yeah. forwarded her? I can't. Semi tawdry. Something tawdry. I think it was a text I sent to Sheila Oliver, uh, our, <laughs> our, oh, no. our GM at Fox. I was like, sorry, girl. Sorry. I didn't mean to send that to you. That was meant for. Colin, sorry, no. <laughs> sorry, but but no. it was an old hickory though. Uh, it wasn't. No, no, old no. <laughs> Jason, Jason doesn't do that. I have yeah. never. I I don't understand people that do. I really. It's just no, 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 no. There's. Well, there's maybe none of you that. just need practice. I doubt it. I really doubt it. <laughs> no. Seven uh, seven forty eight. Everyone, uh, roll down your windows. Uh, let some of that fresh air in, and let's sing a little bit, shall we? Welcome to TV TRL Television Totally Request Live with Jason Lex. Here's Jace. Thank you very much, Rocco. Uh, we're talking uh, about. Kind of a thematically today, a social change is uh, in the conversation, whether it's pop culture or not. And as I mentioned before, nobody does uh, social issues better. No one uses uh, the medium of television better for social change, in my opinion, than the great Norman Lear. And uh, we are blessed that he's still doing it. He's still doing it. Uh, executive producing the remake of, uh, of his original show, uh, One Day of time well one of the shows that first of all would never get greenlit in this era which i i makes me sad but one of the first shows on television to really look racism in the face bigotry in the face was our first tv trl and we haven't played this one in a while uh and that was all in the family uh, that one spoke very honestly, and now it disappeared. So we won't be playing that one. Okay, there we go. Oh, it did. Oh no, here it is. Anyway, oh, oh. nope, there it is. Uh, but it really did. Youngins, uh, all four of us on this broadcast can tell you this show. Um, the writing was blunt. It yep. it was in your face, and it was meant to. It was meant to make you uncomfortable. The character of Archie Bunker, played by Emmy Award winner Carol O'Connor. 
said stuff that would never pass, right, Lex? You could never oh. say on television. No. And it wasn't to highlight the bigot, as they said, as Dorman Lear said. It was basically to laugh at him and to show the absurdity of his views. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, here is All in the Family. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew where you were <laughs> Girls were girls and men were men. Mister, we could use a man like Raymond Hoover again. There we go. All the family. That was one of the most well-known opening titles in television history right there. Wonderful. And All in the Family, uh, Alexis has heard me say this uh, weird fun fact, one of the most spun-off shows in TV history. Um, I, the, the, the exact number uh, escapes me right now, but so many... Sh- Four, it's four or five, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gloria was the least successful of all of them. Uh, Sally Struthers had her own show. She was a vet. Um, but Gloria, we had the Jeffersons. We had Maud. Uh, we had Good Times. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, I'm missing one. I miss Archie Bunker's Place. Oh, Archie Bunker's I Place. I don't yes. Know, was that a spinoff or just gasping at conti- Grasping at straws. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was... Edith was was gone. Uh, Gene Stapleton was gone. Yeah. I I think they can kind of consider that a continuation. Well, one of the shows that I uh, spotlighted there was Good Times, a revelatory show with with an all-African-American cast, which, again, in the 70s, it's hard to imagine, but that was not common, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't. Uh, but CBS believed in Norman Lear, and Norman Lear believed in the material. Uh, so he helped. He wasn't exactly the creator, but he helped get it on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Good Times. Good Times. Theme uh, performed by Jim Gilstrap and Blinky Williams. Good Times was created by Eric Monty and Mike Evans. Norman Lear uh, got it to CBS, executive produced for a couple years. And yeah, it was kind of a, a, a nesting doll. Good Times is a spinoff of Maud. Maud is a spinoff of All in the Family. Mm. And it's, it's fascinating when you talk about 
using the medium of television for for change. You know, CBS now it's it's interesting. CBS is looked upon now as you know a network. Let me be blunt for the older demographic, and and it's yeah. had that stigma for decades. What is fascinating, though, if you look at the history of that network, it was actually CBS that was way ahead of the curve. New executives came in in the late 60s. Um, And at the time, Lex knows this, it's one of my favorite pieces of trivia. Uh, The the new executives came into CBS and looked at the primetime lineup. And it was it was filled with these kind of 60 ish shows like Petticoat Junction and Green Acres and the Beverly Hillbillies. And extraordinarily, listen to this. Those shows I just listed, all of these shows were top 10 hits, making millions of dollars for the network, for CBS. The new bosses came in and said, we want to do better. We want more serious shows that that uh, that reflect because think about it in that era we're talking 68 69 70 the world was changing the yeah. world and entertainment had to follow and the executives canceled canceled all of those shows wiped the slate and I'm not joking unheard of now for a network to cancel a top 10 show they wiped it clean and brought in shows like the Mary Tyler Moore show which showed a single woman a single woman uh, making it on her own in Minneapolis Uh, and shows like All in the Family Good Times and More and we're actually going to end with Mary Tyler Moore here's this Love is all around. We're going to take a break, everyone. We'll be back after this.